You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. We're the business development resource for group practice owners, where we talk candidly about business ownership and leadership. From practice building tips to live coaching to real talk episodes with other group practice owners, we're the resource you've been looking for to help you grow your group practice. I'm your host, group practice owner and entrepreneur, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is an online EHR, practice management, and billing software designed for mental health professionals. Therapy Notes has everything you need to manage patient records, schedule appointments, create rich documentation, and bill insurance right at your fingertips. They offer free and unlimited live support seven days a week. Their streamlined software is accessible wherever and whenever you need it. To get two free months, go to www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting, an accounting firm that works specifically with private practices. They do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. On top of that, they can help you set up your profit first systems. Go to greenoakaccounting.com and mention the Group Practice Exchange for $100 off your first month. I hope you're having a great day. Today, I wanted to talk about how I approach decorating office space. I know um, I have such a fun time watching in the Facebook groups when people talk about what their offices look like and share pictures and photos. And I know it can be overwhelming, not only for new group practice owners to kind of figure out not only style and where to buy from and what their office space should look like as a group practice, Um, and then the financial piece, obviously, but also for established groups that are potentially moving and doing a rebrand or, um, you know, if you're anything like me, you kind of hodgepodged pieces together initially when you were starting off and as the business grew and you had more finances to be able to fund um, a space that had a brand, had a, a, a look that kind of went across all of the offices, that that sometimes takes a little bit of time. So I just wanted to share some thoughts on kind of my process and hopefully that sheds some light or gives some, you know, ideas for those of you that might be starting off or those of you that are thinking of doing a sort of rehaul on your group practice. So one of the things that I do, even to this day, I have a fourth location that we are building out right now. And I'm in that process like I am every single time we move or grow is um, having a budget per office. I like working at this level. It's a little bit more micro than having just an overall uh, practice budget for decorating and you know building out a space. I like to go a little bit more micro and I have a uh, an idea on how much, what my maximum amount is per office room that I want to spend. It helps me kind of stay in a better space when it comes to what I'm spending and not overspend. You know, I think for me, at least when I'm looking at like a whole practice, let's say I have a five office space and I say I want to spend, you know, no more than $10,000. It's really easy to um, look at couches and chairs and quickly fill up that budget right away. Whereas I like to look at it from a singular office room perspective and 
think of how much do I want to spend in this office to furnish it, and then I can more easily stay within my budget as I'm looking for you know, the furniture that goes in there, the lighting, the artwork and all that stuff. I find that I stay within budget and sometimes even under budget when I'm working at that level. So that's just a tip for those of you that are more budget minded is coming up with an individual room um, budget for your office versus like one kind of global one. You can work your way backwards, obviously. And if you have like a total budget, you can break it down then by room. Um, So I... Um, when I'm thinking about furnishing an office space, there are certain things to me that are the most important things that I'm willing to spend on and then other things that I then go budget on. Um, you might work differently depending on what your practice is like and what you're like. You might you know, want to have the best of the best for everything from artwork to furniture to side tables to lamps. Um, and then some of you might be more budget-friendly all around. Um you know, being almost 10 years into having a group practice, I am sort of in the middle. I have two things that I'm willing to splurge on. Um, The first, actually one thing I should say, one and a half. The one thing that I splurge on is the therapist chair. Uh, I find that since our staff is sitting all day long in the same chair, um, whereas clients are sitting for just an hour and getting up and leaving. I uh, spend the most on our therapist chairs. I get mine from West Elm. They're called the Carlo chair. I'm obsessed with them. They're so comfy. You can go into a West Elm and actually sit on it and, and feel it for yourself. But I, we have such a hard time finding a chair that fits all the needs of the, you know the different bodies that we have. And so I, I love that chair. It works really well for our practice and everyone loves it. And it took a really long time for us to get to a place where we had a chair that fit you know, sort of the needs of everyone. So it has good back support. It's deep enough. It's wide enough. Um, it's soft and hard enough. It's just an all-around perfect chair and really fits our style. Um, and then everything else. So for the client couches, we are, that's our, that's my one and a half. I say I spend, like I've spend the most on one and a half things. And that's the therapist chair is the one and the half is the client chair or the client couch. So because we have so many butts that sit in the couch normally, I don't want to spend, you know, a million dollars on a couch because couches are going to be replaced more often than probably anything else in the therapist office just because there's so much use and there's so much up and down families sitting on it people spilling on it, um, that for me, I've decided that I want something that's comfortable. So I'm not getting uh, like a, an uncomfortable, super cheap couch, but I'm also not going to spend a million dollars on a couch um, because even if we have clients that are taking, you know, being really careful in the office space, one, I don't want them to have to be thinking about that. But two, just by nature of having clients coming in and out, families and kids coming in and out and sitting on it, it's not going to last long. So I've that's a choice that I've made is that um, the couches for the clients are going to be comfortable, but kind of in the middle price point uh, space. So I actually have an Ikea couches that we use. They're really comfortable. They're like, I don't know, $800 or something like that. Um, so they're not super cheap, but they're also not very expensive and they're pretty durable and they've lasted us a, a long enough time um, for it to be worth it for us. 
Um, and then everything else for me in my practice is more about that it goes with our branding and style and vibe of uh, the practice as a whole. But I do all of that from um, artwork to uh, pillows to um, side tables and lamps and all that super budget. It's more about, um, and this is where it kind of becomes a game for me to find really thrifty pieces that go with our overall theme and decor, um, but that aren't expensive. So I'm not getting the most expensive things. So I, I spend a lot of my time. Um, one, I'm lucky I have my mom who likes to build a lot of our furniture and uses scrap pieces of wood. And so our side tables and coffee tables and some of our uh, therapist desks even are made by her, which then are, you know, obviously much cheaper. And then a lot of our artwork and um, just table decorations and pillows and uh, bookshelves and all those things I'm getting at, you know, places like um, Home Goods and TJ Maxx and Ikea and um, online at some stores. And But my purpose for all of those is to make sure that I stay under that budget. And so I have a budget of around um, $2,000 per office room. And the Carlo chair comes up to like $800. The um, couch comes out to around $900, I'll say, with tax and all that. And then, um, you know, I have just a 500 or so probably. Um, I probably It's either 2000 or 2500 that I spend per office. Um, but pretty much I have like maybe $500 left for all of the artwork, the pillows, the blanket, the therapist desk, um, a couple of lamps, some um, – you know, artwork and and things that go on the bookshelves. And we usually have a little bookshelf in each office for therapists to put their stuff. And so that's how I do it from a budget perspective. And I find that I really stay within my budget and and don't feel like I've kind of gone off the deep end financially at the end of a large office um, redesign or um, if I grow into a new office space. Now, from a perspective of style, I think we obviously all have different styles and mine is kind of like this modern farmhouse vibe. Um, but part of when I started my practice was that I wanted, and this is when I was solo, I had said that I wanted each office to feel like a living room, like you were going into your friend's living room to sit and talk. Because um, to me, like that best friend that you have, like sitting in a comfortable living room, um, that kind of just living room feel gives me the the feeling of like openness to talk, to feel safe. And so each of our um, offices has the feel of it being like its own little living room. And so that made it easier for me in terms of how what the style was going to look like to sort of be able to replicate that in each office. I, a really nice tip is um, when thinking about decorating an office space is to maybe, because it can get overwhelming, especially as you're growing. So we have four locations. Most of our locations have, um, or all of our locations have at least 10 offices or more inside of them, rooms. And um, it can get really overwhelming to like decorate each one and not have them all look identical. And also, um, it gets hard to like make them all look so different because there's only so much you can do. And so what I've done is I have staple pieces that are in every office. And then to make them uh, look a little bit different, I have uh, other pieces that I then 
change up office to office. So like I mentioned, I use the Carlo chair in each therapist office, but I have three different colors that of that chair um, because you can they have a ton of colors that I use. And so when I buy for an office, like a 10 office space, I'll get like three of one color, two of another color, and two of another color. Um, what is that? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's ten. And um, and that like allows for a little – so it's not like a cookie cutter. Every room looks identical because I think, you know, at least for our vibe, that would be weird. Um, but it gives it enough of a, a feel like that going from office to office, there's a, a similarity to it, but not too much. So we have the same chairs in every room. But we uh, kind of trade between uh, a couple of different colors of that chair. The couch is exactly the same in all of the rooms, um, but we have it in two colors. And so some are like a minty green and some are gray, but the exact same chair. And then um, all of the offices get a similar type of rug, but they have different designs on them. But they have – it's more of like a – black and white themed uh, rugs, but they all have a little bit of a different design on them. But I know black and white rugs with the Carlo chair and the Ikea couch, and then everything else can be um, whatever I find that I like. And even though they might have different side tables and different desks, because some of those core pieces are uh, a similar style, it really makes it easy to translate from room to room and feel like it's all kind of going together with a theme and a brand. Um, so I don't know. That's I feel like that's the process that I go through that feels really simple. Um, and it helps with me not getting overwhelmed when I have to furnish like a 10 office space, which is what we're doing now in our fourth location. I already know where I need to go to furnish the two main things, which is the therapist chair and the client couch. And then everything else um, – You know, I go to my usual suspect places and grab whatever fits the theme but is also, um, you know, more on the budget side because, like I had mentioned before, I like to stay within that $2,500 per room space. So I'd love to hear if you have any sort of process for expanding the physical space and how you either budget or organize the decorating of your office spaces. I know it feels overwhelming for a lot of people, especially if decorating or interior design isn't your, you know, your thing. So I'd love to hear, send me a message or uh, tag me in the Facebook group and let me know uh, something that works for you. If you have like a process that works for you when you're expanding or growing into new locations, when it comes to budgeting and decorating your offices, I hope you have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? Join The Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week.